What's up, my fellow RDs? As promised, even though I think I said July when I was introducing this episode a couple of weeks ago, it's definitely October and we definitely have Jen here. So what's up, Jen? Please introduce yourself. (laughs) Oh, man. Why is it so hard to talk about myself? Um, I'm Jen. I am... I'm calling myself a human design consultant. I'm a one, three, uh, very emotional manifesting generator. And um, I'm, if you have been following design, I have the channel of surrender, the channel of inspiration, and then the channel of openness and the channel of mating. So everything is defined except for my head, my Ajna and my completely open root. And my favorite thing in the world to do is talk to people about their design in a holistic way and how it impacts everything. And it can just take some time to understand that, but it's so beautiful once you do. Why do you not like talking about yourself? That was so succinct and so beautiful. Thank you. I think that could have been my channel of surrender. (laughs) Just being able to put words to things, but um Probably as a one three. It's hard when you have a first line personality. There is that little bit of um, inadequacy that's always below the surface. Like I feel very uncomfortable when people call me an expert, and um, I think that's it. Like I have, I have with with multiple parts of my design. I have the ability to know that I don't know more than I do know, even though I know a lot. <laughs> Ooh. That was like a riddle and I love it. <laughs> That's interesting you say that though. I I feel like I'm not a one three. I'm a six two mm-hmm. ego manifester, but I feel like I undersell and over deliver. Like mm-hmm. I also don't like to describe things in detail because oftentimes I don't have the detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I'm in my Saturn return where I am a one three and that's a whole nother shit show. Yes. <laughs> that's a real deep dive. <laughs> Those we don't have to energies. go there today, but <laughs> yeah. And you're you're in your Saturn return. So you're starting the process of climbing onto the roof of a six line profile. And that can take time. And yeah. there can be some hesitancy with that because your like worldview is changing. And so it's like how do I, you know, how do I describe that really? I'm very you know? aware of it and it's really intense and I don't often have the words for it, know mm-hmm. what my next step is. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's a lot of surrender. Speaking of surrender. <laughs> there is a lot of surrender. There's a lot of surrender in design. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So the topic I want to very high arching have like as the essence of this episode today is intangible skills. Cause I feel like when we are going into a job interview, they're like, what are your skills? And you're like, organization, Excel, like things that are seemingly pretty tangible and going to make a difference in the business world. Mm -hmm. But I recall when you and I were talking about these a couple of weeks ago, that you mentioned your husband's intangible skills, and I thought that that was really cool, and that's kind of what ignited this topic. So, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> so, that is one of the many things about design that I have really loved and appreciated learning about, because so many times, yes, when we're talking about ourselves and what we bring to the table, we 
only can think of those things that someone can really grasp. And we don't understand. And so we discount our energy, like our energy and what we bring to the table. And it can be as high level as understanding your energy type. And that's why understanding your aura, understanding your energy type is so important and such an incredible foundation because even that is an intangible skill. I bring the fact that I am magnetic, that I have an enveloping aura, that I attract people to me. That's part of an intangible skill. How do you explain that? I mean, people feel that in an interview, but when I was, um, (laughs) let me age myself, when I was looking for jobs outside of college, One of the most frustrating aspects to me was writing a cover letter and giving my resume. And I would say, they just need to meet me. They just need to meet me. And if they would meet me and talk to me and ask me about myself, I could let them know and we would connect. And now looking at my design, I can see all of the aspects of why that's true. Not only my aura, but just the way I'm able to kind of sell myself in a situation one-on-one, when I'm able to read the room and understand what they're really looking for. Um, my my 59.6, that channel of mating can really open up to intimacy, which can be a beautiful skill. Again, in person, one-on-one, it can really be powerful. Um, and so I had that recognition, you know, 20, 25 years ago, but I didn't have the words to put to it. And if I had known this, I would have been like, yes, of course. I, I feel like I would have been less frustrated and more creative in how I went about finding jobs. And actually, it just had a memory of I did go um, once and literally knock on the door of an organization and and I got that job. It was a, I basically made a job for myself. And that has, love that. And that's very like manifestor-ish, right? Initiating. Um, but, <laughs> and that job panned out, you know, for a handful of months. And it was a great experience. Um, and I learned a lot of things, good and bad in theory, about myself in that job. Um, but I did go knock on the door because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I need to talk to someone and see if I like them, if they like me, if there's even something to work with there. So, um, yeah, but there's so many other intangible skills, like, uh, the power of the channel of concentration, pulling, pulling groups of people when you are in a space together in an ability to concentrate on something together. So it's like that, you know, you don't know that you do that. The teacher yeah. doesn't know that you do that. Your boss doesn't know that you do that. Your coach doesn't know that you do that, but you do that. And it's just a part of who you are. If you have that channel, the as channel is like, it's incredible energy. Yeah. As a kid, teachers would probably see that as wow. Like this kid's a leader, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's probably how a teacher yes. would recognize that, but can't further describe it. Yes. So my younger son actually has that channel. And what his teachers have always said is we can put him with anybody mm. and they will work on the task, right? Like that's just it. They know well, we can put him with anybody. He gets along. And, you know, again, design is very holistic. And so there's other parts of his design. But when I think back and I see kind of, we look at the keynotes and on these channels and these energies, it's like, yeah, you can put him with anybody and he naturally will draw people into a place of concentration and focus on what they're doing. 
That's awesome. That's a really cool skill set to have. And I feel like he may feel it because you've mm-hmm. brought him up in this way, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But I know when you and I were talking to my husband about his design, mm-hmm. he was like, don't people just do that inherently? Like about different mm-hmm. aspects of his design. I'm like, no, David, this is you, dude. They do it in your world. Exactly. <laughs> because you're bringing that piece of you to every interaction that you have. Yeah. So yeah, so- you're going to see the world. There's so many ways that we see the world through our own lens. And especially because he's a 6'2", like you're a 6'2", and you don't even see yourself clearly. Yeah. So it's like, you're, you're just like, yeah, well, that's just natural, right? That's just what people do. It's like, no, that's that's what you do. That's, that's who what you, you do. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a really cool aha moment when people are like uncovering and enveloping, enveloping, I don't think that's the word, (laughs) when people are uncovering and like really digging into their design, right? Like I always call channels superpowers because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of what they are. I only Mm -hmm. have one, so I don't really have any other Uh, reference, but I know my one channel is my superpower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we all have so many superpowers. Yeah, the um, channels are a huge part of it though, because those are a consistent part of your energy. And you bring those to every place that you go. And it's just like your aura, right? It's it's not going to change. It's just something that you bring that other people recognize, even if it's unconsciously about you. And you recognize it too, unconsciously about you or consciously. And, and that can depend on if it's consciously or unconsciously defined. But um, yeah, it's such a beautiful energy. And so, yeah, like with your with your channel, um, the money line or the channel of money. And of course that one, that one I could, let's rip on that one a little. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I feel like that'll, so, that'll get the because, people going. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, there's so many, oh, there's so many layers to all of this. Um, but let's just say that is really about. Hold up. Can we talk about, can we do the numbers really quick? So if people are following yeah, along that. in the chart, that'd yeah, be great. That. So the money line is going to go from gate 21 in the ego or the heart or the willpower center, whatever it's called in your world. We call it many different things, that particular center. Mm-hmm. And it's going to go to the throat center and the throat center gate is going to be gate 45. And so this energy is a motorized energy to the throat center. And if you only have that defined in your design, you're an ego manifester. And if you have that in your design and a couple other things, but you don't have a defined sacral, you're going to be a manifester or manifesting generator. And so a lot of times people have that and they they really will feel because it's a manifested channel. They'll really feel like they are a manifester. Um, And that can kind of mess with their inner authority sometimes too, because just like I said, I have a, I have a manifested channel too. And so it's like, yeah, I can recognize all the times where I just initiated something without following my response and waiting through my emotional authority. But that channel, we, the thing that bugs me about it, that we call it the money line and the mm. money, you know, the the channel of money, um, because I think that gives people an, a thought about it that's not necessarily accurate. Mm. Um, it's really about providing abundance in many ways. And that abundance comes from gathering your community 
and educating your community. Mm. And those two pieces, I mean, I there's so much depth to that channel, but I think those are the, the two most important pieces when you're looking at it. It's, you know, you this is the, the channel of kings and queens and they would gather their people and a good king, a good queen, right? Like if we're talking like morals in our world, right? Because there's no good or bad in design. <clears throat> it just is. It's this or that, really. But we assign something to it. But if you're thinking of, I think it was King Arthur who was, like, educating. He was one of the first. And if I have it wrong, that may be. There is a king, and I believe <laughs> it is King Arthur. And he was very focused on educating his constituents and teaching them to read. And um, there were other programs that he enacted. And I think of that as an example of that channel. Like you're, you're, it's like the, um, the rising tide that lifts all ships and it's not necessarily hierarchy. It's, it can be very much, we're in this together. I just happen to have the resources that gate 45. I have the resources. I have control of the resources. Let's work together with what I've got because I want to to help you all. You're you're here as an ego manifester to, to initiate others, to impact others, and that's how you do it. And so if you didn't know that, you know, growing up, you might have this kind of awareness like, oh, I like to get together with people and I really feel good when I've brought them something of value. And, and then I can see that it really impacted them and I can see that it's changed their, their lives in some way for the better. It's like, you don't know that's because you're an ego manifester. <laughs> Literally mind blown. So from like a personal note, the way I'm feeling about this is the mm -hmm. education piece was such an amazing reminder because I don't, like I said earlier, right? Like I don't often inform in the depth that I maybe quote unquote should. And it's often because I don't have all of the details figured mm -hmm. out. I'm flying by the seat of my pants 99.9% mm -hmm. .9 of the time. And I don't want to lie <laughs> to people. Mm, so about, much integrity in that, too. you know, about like what I'm creating, because if I, if I say something and I'm like, Ooh, why did I say that? Then I'm stuck, yeah. you know, <laughs> but it's such an interesting POV to have mm -hmm. the education piece there because it is so integral. Like when you have that throat connection, to be able to inform in a way that feels for me, at least coming from the heart and mm -hmm. fun fact about another person who has had, had this channel, mm -hmm. Martin Luther King. Oh, really? I have a dream. Oh, and it. guys, there are different. I, I have. Statements. That's the, yeah. yeah. There are oh. different I statements attached to different um, dates coming off of the throat. And this is, happens to be the, I have statement. Mm -hmm. I, when I figured that out, I got the chills. It was so mm -hmm. freaking cool. Yeah, because you have, you have the resources and the other piece with that education piece, and you do it so beautifully, is that you bring together resources. I'm one of the resources that you've been bringing together as a piece I love of you as a resource. <laughs> and I love being a resource because I'm literally here to be a resource. Like, I'm here to be a well, I'm here to be pulled from. Um, and that's kind of where my creativity comes out is when people pull from me in this way. And so it's like this great symbiotic relationship. And um, so even if you don't know, you're humble enough to say, let me find out. Let me find, let me find the person who can help with this information. I want to make sure that you get the right information. Um, and 
you know, with a sixth line personality and the sixth line in, in general, there can just be this need for perfectionism and the need to do it perfectly and the ability to let go of the control, which ha with having the gate of control in, in your design can sometimes be challenging to say like, okay, like I recognize they don't have this, but I'm going to make sure that we all are getting good information. So I'm going to bring in different resources. I'm going to find the right resources. And so I just really applaud you for that because that's, it's, you know, because it's fun for both of us, but yeah, but it can be challenging to do. But when you recognize like, oh, I, I am a perfectionist in many ways, but it doesn't mean I have to do it all alone. Yes. And I think, man, this ties in perfectly to everything I do. Like, <laughs> Having those moments this summer with Roundtable with the Roundtable Rendezvous, I spoke about it in late September here on the pod. If you haven't listened to it, highly recommend going back because that was definitely had a vulnerability hangover after that. Mm. But like the need for someone else in what I'm doing, I'm finding is so key, right? Mm -hmm. So talking about intangible skills, I have many skills, yes, but I feel like the only one that I have like consistent access to is this resource. Mm -hmm. channel right like mm -hmm. and it's not even like all the time because half of it is uh defined or not defined half of it is um unconscious and conscious and, unco and unconscious right mm -hmm. so it, like I don't even feel like I have access to it all the time which is baffling to me <laughs> and I'm recognizing more and more especially from the way I felt this summer that I need to do things with a buddy I need mm -hmm. to have a buddy in all my projects mm -hmm. and that really just reinforces how important collaboration is for me as a whole, which I'm sure is why I went into this world, right? Because mm -hmm. I kind of changed my business when I started diving into my design more. Mm -hmm. I definitely changed my business when I started diving <laughs> into my design more. You've been there for it all, yeah. which I think is also really cool. Um, but yeah, this intangible skill of knowing when I don't have the information and seeking out a who to help me with the how, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. I also started reading, or I finished this book, mm -hmm. Who's Not Hows, or something like that. <laughs> so good. It's like Dr. Seuss. Right? <laughs> he also said that in the book. But basically, it's like finding a person to complement the skill set that you have, mm -hmm. rather than focusing on like what you don't know. It's like, okay, who can complement this and help me achieve what I want to achieve? Yeah. Rather than feeling like you're not enough, it's just bringing someone else in who's so much more apt at doing whatever that is. Yeah. And this is a really good example, too, of when we talk about definitions in design. So we talk about, you know, a single definition or a split definition. And so a lot of times when you're reading, again, these generalities, which can be so good to start your understanding, you don't get the full picture because... You're a single definition. By having just one channel, you're a single definition. And when you read about a single definition, they say, this person doesn't necessarily need anybody else. They have self-contained energy. But oh, well. Like, right? It's like, yes, there is that. Like, when you're doing your creative, you know, urges and you're following through, you don't want anybody else involved. Like, that's a nonverbal creative thing that you're pulling together and you don't need anybody for that piece of it. But when it comes to execution as a manifester without any other centers defined, you're here to get the ball rolling. You're here to put it out there. You're here to inform people. You're here to create. You're here to impact. 
but you're going to find that you might just need somebody else to help push things along, to help keep that energy flowing. And so that's kind of the the danger in just reading about it and not seeing how it all comes together for you and your own design. You might be like, oh, well, I don't need anybody. I'm just going to power through. I'm just going to do And you're going to burn yourself completely out and you're going to become really angry because it's like, why am I doing all this? Well, you're not meant to do all of this. So these all come together in, in different ways. And I think that it's so important, right? Because like I started diving into my design in 2021, mm-hmm. beginning of 2021 with you. And I'm still not making mistakes, but I'm still learning from these different experiences, right? It's not just like we yeah. know it, we absorb it, it's done. It's we know it, we absorb it, we live. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that still happened. And I mm-hmm. think I should know better, quote unquote, mm-hmm. shooting on myself, <laughs> right? But like, it's not until you're in there experiencing it like digging around in the sandbox of life that you can actually understand like the intricacies of your design with having the knowledge of your design. And and it's constantly deepening too. There's no, like you, you learn about it once you have one session, you read one book and then you've got it. And then you're just off to the races. Um, Because there's however many years and decades of conditioning that, that you're having to peel away of how the world, your teachers, your parents have told you you should be in order to be quote unquote successful or lovable and, um, you know, a value. There's so much that we have to peel back once we start understanding what is our energy, our authentic way of being, and what is something that's just been projected on us and, and said, like, this is how you should, this is how everybody does it, right? These are how the successful people get successful. Um, and we start seeing like, oh, that's not necessarily true. And what even is my definition of success and all of that? But um, that's why we say it does, it takes seven years because it takes that many years for your cells to regenerate. And even after the, after that first seven-year cycle, I know people who have been in design for decades and they're like, you're just then at a new level. But yeah. you're getting even just, every day and every time you practice making a decision as yourself and every time you make a decision as your not self and recognize where that kind of blew up, you at that point are just moving down that journey of deconditioning and becoming more you and creating more flow in your life and less resistance. We're going to dive into decision-making as a whole other episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm we're going to leave that there, yeah. but yes. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Those intangible skills, I think, are so important to recognize that that is a part of understanding your design and exploring it because there are probably so many things that you don't even know about yourself and what you bring to the table that someone who is looking at your chart can tell you. And then once you hear it, it's like, oh, I do do that. Or people have said that, or I do see that, but I couldn't put it into words, especially yeah. if it's on the unconscious side of your design. On our conscious side, we might be um, more aware of it. I'm aware, like with my channel of inspiration, I've always been aware that sometimes I'll be talking and I get this different feeling that comes mm. through me and it comes, you know, through my chest to my throat. This is the, the one eight channel. This is creative expression directly from the G center to the throat center. And it can be extremely empowering to others, but I'm really speaking of something that I just inherently know through my own self. And I can feel when that comes up and through. And 
I've never had words for that. To all of a sudden be in a conversation where you're feeling that like, oh, I'm going to share this. Like somebody's ready to hear this. And it's not even a, a conscious thought. It literally comes through me. Um, I wouldn't have known what that was. Yeah. I still don't really know how to, I wouldn't know how to put that on a resume, but I know that about me. <laughs> I'm going to change your world. Right. No, like, I can't really wrap words around it, but I will change your world. That the truth that you need to hear that I didn't even know myself until it came out of my mouth. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> it's only if we're that easy, right? Oh, it would be so amazing. If, if people could just look at your chart and be like, oh yeah, I get it. Okay. Right. <laughs> this is what You're they're going to the table. <laughs> like you put that, you know, as a second page on your resume. <laughs> Man, that would be dope. I really hope that that's where our world goes. <laughs> if I ever hire people, that's 100% how I'm doing yeah, it. I need a projector like in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would like to see their, their intangible skills that they're going to bring because yeah, there's, th there are things like, you know, the ability if you have the channel of judgment, the ability to, and it's not personal judgment, just the ability to judge really where things could be tweaked to be better. <laughs> and that's such an enormous skill to have. And it, it can be a really tricky channel to have because it can be appreciated in certain environments and not appreciated in others. And it's a projected channel. Mm -hmm. So that information really does better if it is invited in. Yeah. If not, it's going to feel pokey. Yes. Real, real pokey. <laughs> real, real pokey. Whether you're a projector or not, if you have a projected channel, yeah, it can feel. That's why, like I was saying, with that channel of inspiration, also a projected channel. It needs to feel welcome. It needs to feel invited mm -hmm. in order to even land. So, yeah. I love that. Okay. So, if people are looking at their charts, not that there's a hierarchy of this, but like, if they're looking for those aha moments with their intangible skills, mm. where, like, where would you start potentially uncovering some of this info? Well, I would always, always start with your aura, understanding okay. your aura. That's a, your first intangible skill. Cause you're just walking around exuding that. Um, and so, you know, like we were saying, you naturally as your energy type are having a certain impact. Yeah. So as a manifester, your aura is initiating and impacting other people. Um, I'm here to really envelop and to do those things that give me energy back. And then when people are around me and I'm giving, like I have good energy, it's attracting other people and it's making them feel a certain way. Um, the, the projectors, just by doing what they are drawn to do, and becoming experts in their systems, they are going to be incredible guides. And then you've got, um, and the manifesting generators, I should say, as one, uh, same aura, <laughs> really, same aura as the generators. And then you've got, you know, the reflectors, and you've got to pay attention to the reflectors because they're sampling and reflecting back what you need to pay attention to. And so even that, those are just high level intangible skills for understanding that we each have value. We each bring something different to our aura, to our people with our aura. And then, <clears throat> and then I would definitely look at your channels and start understanding, like, what does that energy mean? And what, you know, how could that be viewed 
in interactions in my business and my family and my friendships. Um, and you'll start getting an understanding for just how, how you are perceived by others. And that's a very high level understanding, but that's because your aura is created by your channels. So you've got the aura and then you go deeper into your channels and start understanding. So I would say that's it. And then if you really are like me and want to nerd out on it, you can get into your gates and start understanding those um, because those are other really important qualities of who you are. And they're going to be more consistent as well, especially if they're hanging off of a defined center. Sometimes it might just be an energy that you notice at certain times when you're with certain people. And that's because they are with their energy. When, when you bring your energy and one other person brings their energy, you create a third unique energy. And a lot of times you'll notice when you're with people, you're like, gosh, whenever I'm with that person, I feel this certain way and this thing happens. And I seem to tap into this part of me that I can't always tap into. Well, that part of you is within you. It's just being activated by either your electromagnetics with someone or you're amplifying their energy. And if you have a hanging gate off an undefined center, like there's so many layers, but you'll start <laughs> noticing um, that. And then lastly, the transits, which oh my that's... God. So incredible. That's just how how all of the celestial bodies are passing through and what gates they're passing through. They can turn on different gates and then you can feel that impact in your body. But really, you can't really feel it until you understand your own authentic energy. You start knowing who you are and you start recognizing when you feel like, oh, something feels different today. And then it's like, oh. Celestine and I were looking this morning. I have like, oh. all the thoughts on this, Jen. <laughs> all the thoughts. <laughs> You're really lit up by the transits. Okay, that's good to know. Guys, going from someone who only has two centers defined on the regs to someone who's, I think, all but two centers are defined right now. All but I, one. You just but have one. your. You just have your head center. It's so intense. Like. <laughs> I have the energy to like run for miles right now. And that is so not me. Maybe this is like what manic episodes feel like for people. <gasps> and they don't know why. And it seems to come out of nowhere. Oh and then it drops off, right? It's like, oh my gosh, why did I? And, and if you can just learn like, wow, this is really exciting. Right now I have a lot of energy. Like you have three. Oh we saw that you have three um <laughs> You have three channels from your root center defined right now. You've got your sacral defined right now. And so when you're feeling that, um, you can you can harness that, but it's so good to have awareness of it. Because if you didn't have awareness, you could easily push yourself to feeling sick, right? Because you're like, I didn't yeah. do anything. I don't, and you you still are a manifester, like you still have an undefined sacral in your body. It's like, you know, yeah. you still need to start learning when enough's enough. And it's really hard if you don't know this information. And you don't know how you naturally are feeling in your body. And then all of a sudden a day like today comes along. But it can be Not a beautiful even... energy to play with and have, you know. It started at midnight. I didn't fall asleep until two. <laughs> it was insane. I like mm -hmm. had to pillow sandwich my face to fall asleep. <laughs> it was so intense. Yeah. yeah. And I think that this is such a, it's such a fun experiment with yourself, right? Like this is all a journey mm -hmm. where we're not always getting it right. And that's okay. But like different pieces of this that you broke down as a manifester, I do feel when I walk into a room, mm. right? Like the energy in the room shifts and I, I can't help it. There are times where I've walked in 
where I've walked into a room and people just stop their conversations and then like wait for me to say something. I'm like, oh, my bad. Didn't mean to do that. You know, like whoopsies. Didn't mean that. Um, But then with the channel piece, we've kind of already touched on my channels, but like I've seen other people's channels manifest in such interesting ways. And like, this is probably getting too deep, so I'm not going to say it, but like my parents have, my dad has the full channel. My mom has half the channel, which is considered a hanging gate. And that is always an area where they argue. Mm -hmm. And I didn't recognize that until I looked at their charts together. And I was like, holy shit, Mm -hmm. that's where they argue all the time. It's literally the same fucking thing coming up all the time. Yeah. And then the third piece of this we've already touched is the transits. But knowing what your energy is, I wouldn't have been able to recognize this a couple of years ago mm-hmm. that this isn't me. But like before we hopped on and like started recording, I was like, Jen, I couldn't <laughs> sleep last night. I slept for four hours and I have all of the energy right now. I've only had one cup of coffee. What <laughs> is happening? <laughs> let's check the transits. <laughs> yeah. Let's fuck up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I see exactly what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I think that these intangible skills are so important to dig into. And even if it is just at the high levels initially, so that you could understand what you feel like, Mm -hmm. so that you can tap into that self-trust piece, which we're going to get into in a future episode as well. Mm -hmm. Because we have the answers within us. I think oftentimes, more often than not, especially entrepreneurs, look for answers externally, Mm. whether it's a business coach, a mentor, a friend, we're scared to make decisions on our own, even though we've gone into business for ourselves. And I mean, you made the decision to go into business for yourself. So what was that driver? What did that feel like? Try and tap back into that when you're making business decisions. Mm, I love that. I can't wait to dig into self-trust even more. (laughs) All right. Do you feel like this is it, Jen? Do you feel like this is a great place to round it out? I feel like, I feel like I feel really complete with what we've touched on today in this. Amazing. Cool guys. Uh, Jen, where can they find you on the Mm. Instas or on the interwebs? (laughs) On the interwebs. So my website is alignedinteriorsco.com. And I'm on Instagram at aligned underscore interiors underscore CO. If you send me a DM and just tell tell me that you listen to this, um, that'll be helpful because I, I kind of gatekeep that space a little bit <laughs> or a lot because um, that's where sometimes I get on and really share the emotional process that Event. I'm going through. And I feel better doing that when I kind of know who's in my space. I also have the human design library um on Instagram it's human design dot design library and sometimes I get really these huge creative urges and I will put out put out put out put out a lot of material and then I pull back in um and so I've been in a pulled in space um for a couple months right now but um I'm actually developing a class on your human design environment. We're going to deep dive into the 12 human design environments and that'll be in November. So you can find information on that at any of those places. I love that because environment is imperative. Mm -hmm. Also digestion is imperative. Hence the bright light, natural light (laughs) shining into my room right now. I am a flower. (laughs) I love talking about the ways you can support yourself and your, and um, just your body and your mind by understanding your human design. So 
Yeah, I'm excited Love about it. Cool. Well, thanks, Jen. Yeah. Guys, I hope you found this insightful. It's uh, it's one of my favorite things to dive into some of these deeper layers. So this is just one that we are uncovering. Stay tuned for next week. We'll be uncovering more. All right, bye, guys. Ciao.